I just, ladies, want to highlight that your boundaries, that you enforcing your boundaries is actually you being in your strong feminine energy. And there's nothing more you can do for the people around you, but be in that energy and enforce those boundaries. Mm. It will change all of your relationships. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See it interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the evocative convo I had with Kelly Adame in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, feel free to pause us now and go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Holy freaking moly. It was evocative. Is that how you say the word? Yeah, evocative. Okay, great. I'm great. I'm glad. I I loved her the first time I heard her. I loved her more on my podcast. And we already have her scheduled to come back. So I hope you loved her because she's coming back. <laughs> I really enjoyed the convo. I, I actually listened to the whole thing twice. Oh, I know. I was interested to hear what you thought about it because it's, I think it's interesting to talk about, it's we're talking about masculine and feminine energies and like yeah. what those things are. And I think we also talked a little bit about like feminism and things like that and like a little bit yeah i i first of all ladies we always have got all this amazing power and we've got to stop thinking we've got to fight for it we just have to take it and then enjoy that we also have this incredible power it's she's so amazing i hope yeah. you all listen i to found it very again. freeing um yes because it was it kind of gave a permission structure to be both masculine and feminine Yes. And like energetically and the fact that we actually are both, for both people. was was interesting for me. Yeah, for I both, didn't know that. For both and and look, the she was she was very aware that like she was talking more in a heterosexual relationship sense. However, this happens in same gendered, you know, relationships and, and in different things. So I think it's really important to see yourself in this story. But it's true, like I think a lot of people get are a little confused on like what is masculinism? <laughs> And what is feminine energy and it's yeah i think even for myself i'm like i can do those things too and she's not saying you can't <laughs> she's just saying she's just saying it when you're in your relationship here's a way that can actually make the relationship work better and and also it doesn't mean that you who's listening to this episode who's deciding which energy you're showing up as has to be the one who's doing the work. The other person has to show up doing their work too sure sure and she talked about how her she and her partner um, support each other. Anyways, we'll get into it in a second. Uh, today is National Transgender Children's Day. Fuck yeah. Way to go to all your parents, all the parents out there who've got a child who's going through that. You're amazing. You're awesome. I'm so glad you see them. And uh, for those of you who want a different holiday today, it's also Worldwide Hell at the Moon Night. So <laughs> I hope you choose both. I hope you celebrate both. That would be my ask of you. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we just got back from Cambodia. 
And we are going to be opening up the doors to our next Cambodia retreat in the new year. So go to lesleylogan.co slash retreat. And the reason you want to do that is because you want to be on the wait list because the wait listers get the best rate of the retreat. Yeah, they do. They uh, The public gets a different rate. And they so. also get first dibs. So there's dibs, uh, you know, limited spots. Yes. Yep. Uh, in November, I am going to be in Chicago. You want to DM me for that link. There's a la carte options. There's full weekend options. I have a masterclass there. Um, also, uh, we're coming to that time of the year where you, if you're wanting to be in my mentorship program, Elevate, or if you're wanting to see about the tour, we've got lots of info on that. So just hit us up if you're wanting to know about Elevate, if you're wanting to know about the tour. Um, I, on, on our on our socials, we've got all the things. Uh, and December, we are going to be on our huge epic tour. And there's, huge epic tour. And our tour. sponsors are working on an incredible prize and all these things so yeah, you do we're not really stoked you want to make sure you're getting the emails you're going to make sure that you are heading to one of the many stops we're going on it's a seven thousand miles worth so yeah just saying. yeah 14 cities y'all it's gonna uh, be big it's huge babe do we have an audience question before we talk about kelly today we do um so you were recently asked um uh, for your live um, YouTube's that you've been doing with Andrea Meta, mm -hmm. uh, you were asked by a by someone, "What is the piece of Pilates equipment that you could not live without?" Yeah, she had a bet with her husband, and I fucking hope she made money. I or got whatever the bet was. Um, this is a hard question, and she and I both cheated <laughs> because we're like, because <laughs> I do think the mat is an apparatus, but I was like, well, we can we can do the mat with a special mat. So I chose the window chair. Uh, cause I just, the Contrology window chair is my fucking favorite. And cause I could do the mat yeah. next to the chair on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite? Um, you don't like the mat that I, I don't, know. I don't, I don't hate the mat, but I, I, um, well, that's cause you know, you'd have to do it twice. That's cause you know the rule. If you don't like something, it means you need it. So you have to do it two times. Oh, well, I was just thinking I'm so used to a yoga mat that it's really difficult to to switch over to the Pilates mat because my mm -hmm. it feels like squishy compared to the floor. Mm -hmm. But um, do it on the floor. No, though. I like the reformer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Good for you. <laughs> uh, if you have a question that you're wanting us to ask, you just send it in the Be It Pod. We love to answer them. There's no question that's too small or too big. We love to do it. So make sure you send it in to us. Heck yeah. Loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know, that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Kelly Adame. Drawing on her education, as a depth psychotherapist, Kelly offers transformative insights as a relationship coach. She's passionately committed to guiding individuals towards authentic connections and nurturing healthier romantic relationships. Yeah, I 
really was so excited about this. I thought it was really fun because we haven't had like a be it till you see it in relationships, really, especially like for those of you who are like existing in one already. And so, um, well, we had a sex therapist, but that wasn't right. quite the same thing. No, that's that's. I think that's a little. Diff- I but I mean, they should meet. Yeah, they, should put they would totally. There. They should love each totally other. Totally connect. Um, so this one really spoke to me the most because, um, and shout out to Tasha because she actually just a post recently when uh, the time we're recording this about boundaries that they're actually you can be kind and have boundaries. But she said this. Well, Kelly said this. Part of being embodied in feminine energy is saying no to what doesn't feel good. La- I mean, ladies, did you hear that? Being, you don't, it's not nice to do things that don't feel good. It's not nice. It's not good to like have no boundaries. In fact, you're more embodied in your feminine energy when you say no to what doesn't feel good. So you get to have really clear boundaries. It's actually crucial for your feminine energy. No wonder so many women are burnt the fuck out because they're trying to be liked or kind or people pleasing and they've lost their boundaries. I've just like fucking listened to that again. Um, she said it's con- it's our societal conditioning of saying yes. We're so conditioned to say yes and to just do it. But then we get resentful about that. Yeah, of course, because we're no longer in our feminine energy and that's not fun to be in. Um, and that results in resentment and that's not fun. Yeah, I, I actually liked, um, you know, the under the breakdown of the, the difference between masculine and feminine energy and then effectively like the actions that you are taking with one or you know, not with the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that since, you know, all people can be, are both, have both, are at different times, mm-hmm. like leaning into one or the other. Um, I didn't realize that effectively the work, the working world that we know of, everyone's leaning into their masculine, masculine energy. Yeah. We're, we're all leaning in really hard. And then what's affecting is the people who do want to live in their masculine energy more feel a little bit lost because everyone's just like living in it 24 seven and we're not, it's like a dimmer switch or like a, a, a on like an open and close office hours. We're yeah. not actually, we blended our office hours to being all, anytime, all time. And so it's really about like some, when you work in the things that are masculine energy, like really leaning in that. And yeah. then when you, when you, when you're not supposed to be in the energy, like really owning your feminine or your masculine and, and honoring each other's energies because of that. Yeah, well, and I, I think that ties right back into the boundaries because, you know, I know that like, what what ends up happening is that we get stuck in the work mode, masculine yes. energy, even when we're at home, like you were saying, especially because of work from home uh, world now, you know, and then having a boundary, a clear boundary of like, I'm allowed to shift gears. Uh, it, it's really hard for me to, permit myself to shift gears because I feel like I have to stay in this, you know, work mode, work, 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 masculine energy. And sometimes like shifting into relax mode or, you know, whatever, like creative mode, uh, when I shift into that, like I almost feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's because I don't have a commute like I used to have at my old job. Right. I had a hard break in my day where I was like, super high intense focus 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 putting out fires and then i had my drive home and when i got home it was like permission to shift mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's been really interesting you know working from home these past few years um, well, but like for how both do we create us, I, that boundary 
I, I slowly lost my commute as well. You lost your commute even sooner. Um, well, I mean, I guess you had a longer I'm not complaining about losing my commute. No, it wasn't my not. favorite thing I ever did, no. but it was a marker in my day. But it well, it was like a really good, like the switch is turning. Yeah. And yeah, you're correct. We need to figure out a new commute uh, in air quotes because we're not going to Well, I mean, it's a little bit turned into cooking dinner for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good commute. Um, anyways, I just, ladies, want to highlight that your boundaries that you enforcing your boundaries is actually you being in your strong feminine energy. And there's nothing more you can do for the people around you, but be in that energy and enforce those boundaries. Mm. It will change all of your relationships. And sure, you're going to piss some people off, but you're going to feel fucking good about it. That's why I loved. Anyways, what did you love? <laughs> it's okay uh, to not be liked by everyone. Per- full permission. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's hard for most. It's hard for me. Yeah. Um, same but also you know some of the people don't like me i actually don't like them so it's okay (laughs) (laughs) fair um i really loved when she was talking about identity um and how we are inadvertently tying our identity to our achievements because of the way Mm -hmm. that our society operates and how we were raised and you know winning in soccer or you know scoring a goal or getting a medal or getting an A on a test or any of that shit, applying to colleges and getting in, getting a job, all that, like, it feels like uh, this achievement, like yeah. we've got this, these achievements we have to hit along the way of life, right? And so we tie, we end up tying ourselves to that, that mode of thinking. Yes. And then also the achievements themselves. And if something fucks up with one of your achievements, then now you you apparently no longer have any value. Yeah, you know, like we do that to ourselves. Oh, I was, I, my, I'm sorry, parents, you're listening. I know you are. Love you, but I distinctly remember them coming to pick me up at school, and my progress report came out, and because there was some C's and some B's and some A's, but there was C's for the first time on my progress report, marching back to the teacher and being upset with me because I had C's, and luckily the teacher explained like where I needed to do some improvement. But looking back, it would have been nice if they had understood the, the, the efforting I was doing to get those C's <laughs> and that the achievement of the A, B's and, and the A's and B's don't actually uh, reflect who I am as a human being, mm, you know? And sure. I think like I got paid for straight A's. I got paid money for that. So I was like conditioned to achieve. Right. And I, I, there's good reason for that. Thank you. I got the fuck out of house. I, I'm good. But it, as an adult, having to learn how to be a recovering overachiever has been a journey because it actually doesn't fucking matter if we win at any of our goals. It actually does matter how I treat myself along the way and having to be okay with not achieving has been really hard. <laughs> well, you know, she, she talked about how um, the achievement you know, culture, basically how it really affected her life, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, then you start uh, getting a little older, you start dating. And she said when she was starting to dating, uh, it turned into like, you know, or or I think it was her client actually was looking at her life and saying, uh, you know, I'm, I've achieved all these things, right? So therefore I must be wanted right, by others. And so, and it's so interesting because my clients in LA, they're all these high achieving women and they felt like they needed to play down their achievements 
because people didn't like them. And right. so that that made them feel like they had to hide their true selves. Mm. And, and I was like, well, I think your achievements are pretty awesome. But I guess you don't like when you when people ask you, like, so what do you do? You don't have to like list off every achievement you've ever had. This is not your TED talk. <laughs> yeah. And she I mean, you two are joking about, um, you know, you know, you don't go out there saying like, I'm looking for someone with six medals on their wall to date. Like, right. you know, that's not what they're, that's not what ends up happening. No. Um, and if that is what ends up happening, then you, you know, might not be the best situation. But, uh, you know, the, I, I thought, just thought it was interesting uh, because I definitely know that. I understand that like viscerally because when my band stopped playing, uh, when I, I had moved across the country to Los Angeles to play in this band, and two years later, it stopped. And mm -hmm. I was lost. I did not know what to do with myself. I didn't know how to introduce myself. Everything I was, was Brad's in a band. And then mm. and then Brad wasn't in a band. So I was like, well, what's the fucking Isn't point? It's so interesting because it wasn't like, I mean, this is not to knock you, but it's not like your band was like playing on the radio. No. So no, like we were still getting our feet wet. We were trying to play shows so and like write this, music the and stuff. That just being able to say I'm in a band, yeah. was like it meant so much to you. Yeah. It meant more than that the band like wasn't actually doing the things you wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the band. Because when I met you, you were in a band. Yeah, and when we that was my like dating, third or fourth band by yeah, that point, and maybe then, fifth. I don't and even then know. we officially started dating. You quit that band, and I thought, oh fuck. <laughs> did i cause this am i yoko <laughs> yeah well the whole band stopped i mean i think it was uh so it, i know kind of i just communal. want to say yeah listen to your wrong about podcast about yoko because she did not fucking kill the beatles and we're not going to blame that on that woman because i'm tired of blaming women for things the men didn't get along we'll get a we'll but, get a uh we'll get a link to that episode in the show notes the, the reason the beatles aren't together is because they didn't get along it's not because of her just just defending <laughs> i think hey i don't know that whole story i love it uh well anyway you know just the fact that we um it we're kind of raised to do that and so mm -hmm. what happens if we shift out of that achievement performance uh you know gear and then how do we define ourselves um outside of you know i'm doctor so-and-so who you know sailed around the world six times you know like what if it's just like you know i'm i love sailing you know and mm. you know it's kind of tying those things together and then mm -hmm. you know it's uh the act of doing things instead of achieving the thing mm -hmm. yeah i i think that's why i love pilates so much because like at least the way i practice it and the way i teach it it's like it's actually not about I'm a Pilates instructor or like I can do the long spine massage, whatever. I love every time I hit my practice, it is like I'm doing my practice. It's not, it's not a perfection thing for me. And it's a pro I get to process it. I get to be in it. I get to be enjoying the journey of it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I love it, that journey all the time, but I think that it's nice to have something that I'm, that I am in, in the process of and not attaching myself to its performance. Anyways, it's really fucking awesome. There's so much, you guys. Yeah, this is a really guys, deep episode. I really had a hard great. time ending the episode. So we don't even have enough time to recap every awesome thing she said. You have to listen to it. Yeah, go back. It's worth it. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. 
Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Kelly Adame? You go first. Yeah, sure. She, she said, decide primarily which energy you want to sit in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to primarily sit in feminine energy or do you want to primarily sit in masculine energy? Um, and then she said, understanding which energy you lean toward can guide you uh, in finding a, co- a complementary partner and foster a healthier dynamic. Mm-hmm. I um, I love this because I think this really actually lends itself to however you identify yourself as a person and like what kind of relationship you're in. Yeah. Somebody gets to spend in your romantic relationship, somebody gets to be in the masculine energy and someone gets to be in the feminine energy. And one of you, like you have to respect your partner and one of you cherish like there's a we're giving and receiving that's happening and if you want to be in the mass energy at home that's okay you can but these are the things you have to do so that the other person feels part of that relationship and they have to receive it's a whole thing so go listen to it because i really enjoyed it's a give and take i mean it's a back and forth and i think that's why that's why marriage can't be 50 50 well, yeah, and you, you were talking about this, that like you were talking about the um, um, author, drawing a blank. Is it Tim Brene Ferriss? Brown. No, oh, Brene you were talking about oh, Brene yeah, Brown, yeah. right? And the, her example of like at different times of the mm-hmm. day, even the ball shifts back and forth or they, they're flipping, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth. They're based very communicative. On, I'm like, this is the energy. I Hey, I'm showing up at 30 today. And they're like, no problem. I can do the rest. But if they're both from but 30s and they go, okay, so what are we going to do right now? Right. Make sure we don't hurt each other, kill each other right. in this relationship. And I love that because... I didn't realize they were that like um, like intentional about it. Well, they're just... I mean, I don't know that it's like 
all day long, but like when they come home from their work day, cause they both actually have a work day and then they have a commute and they come home and they ask each other how they're doing. According to her interview, they say like, Hey, I'm at a, I'm at a 30 today. Right. Got it. No problem. I'm having a great day. I'll take, I'll, I'll pick yeah. it up. And well, and I, well, I think that it's interesting to have noticed that in our relationship too, like, you know, when I'm having a bad day, uh, you know, it's, I hope you can pick up the slack. I do that. I know, think and I do. And, and say, well, yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're having a bad day, I'm there to pick up the slack and that, and that's how we well, and I, try to work together. And I love that Kelly said, like she mentioned, like she was having, she was failing something. And then her, her husband, because he's aware of the work and they are integrated is like, what do you, what can I do for you? Mm. And she's like, here's what I need right now which I think is really important. I think we don't spend enough time with ourselves to know what we need. And I think that's one of my my takeaway. But like, so we can actually verbalize, here's what I need right now mm. uh, from the person that I'm in a relationship with to give me that. Uh, the Tim Ferriss thing, I don't know if I talked about it in the episode with Kelly, but I, I distinctly remember this time when he was doing like a one of his tequila nights Q&As. And someone said like, I've been single for a really long time. How, like what, how do you, find someone who's compatible for you. And he said, I don't know why you're asking me this. This is not something I'm really familiar with. He's like, but here's how I've seen it. If you take mass, like a, like a spectrum and you put highly masculine on one end and highly feminine on the other end, and they're like polar opposites, then wherever you are on that spectrum, your equal opposite is actually gonna be the most compatible for you. And I was like, this is oh, yeah, how that's fucking so, genius yeah, what is he with like, with like Kelly, what she's saying, because yep. I actually think that you and I are on, we're neither one of us is like towards the ends of a spectrum, but we're not no. in the middle either. And like, I yeah. feel like we're pretty compatible in that way. That's a, that's but a really fascinating. Is that a cool visual? Yeah. Cause if you look at it, like if you, we have some friends from LA, like we're like uh, those like 1950s, like lovers, like where the girls, like the pinup <laughs> girl and the guys like very, you know, like grease lightning and like, yeah, they work together because they're like pretty much on the spectrum of feminine masculine, like equal opposites. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's uh, it's very fascinating to me how that that very simple spectrum works, and I think it goes along with what your beat action was. Um, oh. I'll go into mine. Yeah, what about you? Because I kind of talked about this. She she talked about learning how to identify and regulate your own emotions and feelings, and it's very valuable. And um, they're just as valuable as your rational thoughts. And so she said, um, really checking in with like what feels good to you. Like, Does this feel good to me? So. And this goes with anything. Like if you've got a, f we have people in our business coaching group where like clients are taking advantage of them and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. They're like, well, does it, does it actually feel good to you how that's happening? Right. Like, does that feel good? And then. Same with managing a team yes. or, you know, whatever. And then once you've asked yourself pinpointing your emotions, like figuring out how you're actually feeling. And this is really key because I think a lot of times we try to like shove our emotions and, and qualify them or change them, or I shouldn't feel that way. No, like, how does that making you feel like today? Well, before we recorded this, I was like fucking feeling upset about something. Cause it really hurt my feeling. It like just didn't feel good. And just verbalizing like what didn't feel good actually made things better. Yeah. <laughs> but like just doing that. And then Given, this is what she said, given that I'm feeling that way, insert the way you're feeling right there, what can I do to make myself feel better? And y'all, if you haven't spent enough time with yourself to know what makes you feel better, then you've got some homework to do. Well, I mean, even doing this it is hard. 
Oh! Because you have to be able to identify and, and like stop the cycle first. And then you ask yourself the question, does that feel good to me? And then you say, what could make me right. feel better? So right. So my- you have to be aware enough to... To yes. like kind of look yes. at it from an objective perspective. Yes. Yeah. And and also my perfectionist overachievers, you're gonna get it fucking wrong. <laughs> you just are. Well, you're never like you know you're not, you're not like watching yourself from the side in all the moments. No, but I think like one of the I'm so grateful for the therapist I had a while back, who made me list out a bunch of things that I thought would make me feel good about like spending my time. <laughs> Like, she's like, just make a list. Like, what would make you feel good? So I wrote like, of course, breath work, meditation, like all the things that like sound really good. And then I wrote down like going for a walk and I wrote rock climbing and I wrote journaling and I wrote reading a book and I wrote listening mm. to music and I wrote down all these things. And then what I had to do is like be conscious of when I was like feeling like out of control and looking at my list and go, okay, well, of these things, I'm looking at this list that I made when I wasn't feeling like a crazy person uh, of this list. What would make me feel better right now? What do I think would make me feel better So you right actually now? have a list in front of you yes. and you can refer back to so it I'm, because I'm, in the moment you're like, I can't no, remember. You, you need to do it when you're feeling good about yourself. Yeah, y'all. that's a great idea. Do it in the morning when like the day is your oyster. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like make a list and then have that list handy. Have it on a card, have it on a note in your phone. And then when I was feeling things, I would look at the list and I would try out the first, the first thing that made me think I would make me feel good. Cool. And I was kind to myself if it didn't work. But sometimes just taking action, especially if especially if any part of what you're feeling is fear, just taking action really is shockingly helpful. <laughs> yeah. Also, with especially with fear, like talking about it mm-hmm. out loud, mm-hmm. even if it's only you, it's, oh, it's really go listen to Chris Goodman's episode, yeah, yeah. because it's That's important. it's kind of crazy how quickly taking some sort of action feels good. Anyways, Kelly's coming back. Yeah, that was great. She's uh, phenomenal. You know, just it was really tough to pull out like what to talk about oh in this God. recap because there was just a lot there. Life-changing. I hope I need to write a book. Anyways, I'm Lessa Logan. I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you going to use these tips in your life? What are you going to do? Are you going to let your partner listen to this? I hope so. What a perfect person to share this episode with. In yeah. fact, you know what you could do to make yourself feel really awesome right now? Is <laughs> share this episode. It's going to be really great. And you, and, and especially if your friend needs to be in a receiving mode, they should receive that very well. What a great practice. <laughs> Have an amazing day and be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Semena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, And finally, to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. And we'll be right back. (laughs) All right, my coffee lovers. 
I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the Plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee, B-E-I-T-P-O-D.com slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!